Welcome to the place with the stuff and the things. Am I free to leave? No. Need to take off the nipple clamps at least. No. So, how long are these nipple clamps supposed to be on for? FOREVER! Well, I'm, I'm, I, I demand to see your manager. Welcome to the Waffling Tailors podcast. Today, your podcast is brought to you by the letters Q, E, F, Yoshi, Chica from Five Nights at Freddy, and this sound. A free lyrical. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. I thought that you were riffing, so I started riffing. I, don't, I, I never don't. riff in public. You don't riff in, but he doesn't riff in public. I, I only try and keep it for the weekend in, in, in very enclosed spaces around people that are thoroughly disgusted by it instead of are into it, because what's the point in that? Maybe we should tell the people who are listening what they're actually listening to. Why? Because then they'll know what they're listening to. But why? Okay, so this is the Waffling Tailors podcast, episode is it one, two, two, one, one? No, wait, the last one was episode zero. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Waffling Tailors podcast, where we talk about stuff and things and that and all that kind of stuff. I'm not too sure about Kaprog, man, but um, I definitely missed you. Yeah, well, I mean, I miss everything. Uh, you, you tell me, hey, did you see that sandwich? And I'd be like, no, I missed it because somebody ate it. It's usually when things are flying by your face. That's really. it, right? Yeah. So maybe we should introduce ourselves again. So uh, do you want to go first or want me to go first? Do you want me to introduce you or are you going to introduce me? We should have really thought about should, this should, before should, we do we, go, do we go one, two, then three, or go one, two, three, and then go? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll stop now. We'll go back to the beginning. We'll re-record it. No, why? Come on, this isn't as long as the intro on the previous one. That's true. Okay, so we don't have to be professional. That's fine. Professional? Who needs to be professional? I'm sat here in elf ears. Why the hell am I professional? Exactly. Right, okay. So, uh, joining us this week are our two intrepid Taylor hosts... <coughs> Taylor horse, you make it sound like a disease. <laughs> well, I mean, you did cough straight after I said it, so... Who's the control group? We haven't got one. Uh, hang on, hang Hell on. with it, we're going live. Hang on, right, right in front of you, you've got a Nintendo Switch Pro controller, a PlayStation 4 controller, and on your right is another Nintendo Switch controller, and then further to your right is an Xbox 360 controller. And I have, all the way from Bismarck, I know, because I went there to grab it, this controller... Yeah, well, that, so by this controller, he's not actually going to tell you what it is, is he? No, I'm just going to say this controller. It's, it's, send your queries and questions oh, into... Oh, yeah. No, what? don't give him the email address, right? Think of a video game controller that you think that Squidgy might be holding. Then think of a, an email address. And if it's relevant, your internet service provider will patch it through to us. This is exciting. Yeah. We could have random guests on or yes or not well exactly so your control group are those controllers yes PS4 controller Nintendo Switch Pro controller and a mystery controller mystery controller because that would be the actual control group see what I did there yeah that's why I said it yeah. right okay yeah. so yeah. yeah exactly so cheesy eyebrows and everything. so what was I saying oh, yeah, waffling Taylor's hosts 
<laughs> the waffling telehosts ah squidgy fidget in the house hope that's that fella um, and Kaprogman because that's yes it's hope a, it's a name it is it stands for game programming manual manual no man really all these years and I thought it was manual anyway so um so yes, uh, what, what, uh, so the things that we're going to talk about today are things like um, random noises, things that go click in the night. I don't know. Yes. Um, so yeah, what, what I thought we'd talk about <laughs> is similar to last time. What video games have you been playing, and then some other video gamey stuff that we could talk about. Okay. So what video games have you been playing, Squidgy? Uh I got the second Revelations game for the Switch. Ooh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 on Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. The re-release of the re-release of the remake of the... Not a remake. A re-HDing. The no, re-HDing. That should no, be no, a, a, a horror movie. The re-HDing. Well, dun, the, dun, dun. There's already a horror movie called Unfriended. Yes, there is. Based on fictitious social media site. So Resident Evil Revelations 2. <laughs> Getting straight back on point, because we don't have one. Yes. We don't need a point. We're the waffling tailors. That's the whole point. True. So, Resident Evil Revelations 2 on a Switch. So you've had it how long? Since, hang on, about six days. So you've had it six days. Okay. And how far through are you? Are you talking main story or main would, would I mean, you've sat down and you've played it a little bit. Yes. How far would you say that you are through it? Um... I'm about a quarter of the way through raid mode, and raid modes initially got like 120 stages. So I'm a quarter of the way through. Um, so you, so you, six days into Resident Evil Revelations two. I'm roughly a quarter of the way through raid mode, uh-huh. initial raid mode stages. Um, I started playing the story mode yesterday, but I bought a butt ton of skills via the new mini game on the game. Because you get a lot of uh, points to buy skills on that, and I made the main game incredibly easy because of it. So what's what's the mini game? The mini game in Revelations Two is um, a version. It's a one-stage version of Ghouls and Goblins. Oh yeah! But you play as Barry. It's got an official name. I can't remember it. Ba- it it's ba- referred to as something. Barry in the Jill sandwich. There's no there's no sandwiches in it. <sighs> but Jill's in it in Red Mud. You'll never get his Jill sandwich. I know. He may do one day. I hope so. You should so, go to Willamette, in yes. the, in because in, it's same same company, same universe. So you could go to Willamette, and there's a there's a sandwich place there called Jill's Sandwich. What if the Dead Rising games are in the same universe as the Resident Evil games? I like right? to think that. So so the the outbreak happens in 1996, July 1996, right? It's in uh, Raccoon City, self-contained until Resident Evil Two slash Three happens because they happen at the same time. Mm-hmm. They bomb the city, but something survives. Obviously, that something then somehow spreads that virus all the way out to Willamette, wherever that is. So Raccoon City is a fake place; it doesn't really exist. And I don't know whether Willamette exists or not because I'm not brilliant at geography. But let's say that they do both exist. The chances of the virus getting from Raccoon City to Willamette are pretty high, actually. Now, as as conspiracy theories go, that's a good one. We're about ready for my tinfoil hat, do you think? No, unfortunately, I, I just give me a second to drink this. I've I can shoot out the water. Just one quick thing. <laughs> <sighs> Lovely goblet full of tears. Um, so, your theory. The, the, the problem with that theory is in in Resident Evil, it's a virus. 
Okay. In Dead Rising, it's a bunch of scientists trying to in- increase the pro- um, the productivity and the the breeding of cattle, and one of the queen bees gets out, stings a person, and they go to the mall and bite people. So one of them's a, a, a manufactured biohazardous virus, and the other one is people trying to make more cows for the with American bees. consumer with bees. Yes, let's make cows with bees. Yes, zombie right. bees, man. Zombie bees. Zombies. Yeah, I, I can see why they would choose. Bees to make cows because they're next to each other in the alphabet. That's how science works, right? As far as I know. Oh, there you go. All the years I took science. That's it. You know, and it, it's something as simple as that. It's just, I, I, I shouldn't, shouldn't need not bothered. You see, sometimes it's the simple answer. Um, yeah. So, yes. So you've been playing Resident Evil 2 Revelations. Mm-hmm. The mini game is... Ghouls and Goblins. Ghouls and Goblins, but with Barry... Uh, uh, Barry Burton. That's the one, Barry Burton. Give us a just a moment. Just a moment. Just like Barry Burton in the game. Hang on, that hurt. It oh, hurts wow. his voice, but he's, he sounds just like it. Would you like to know more about the minigame? Yes, please. The The minigame I had trouble actually finding, because it doesn't... Unlike the first Revelations game, where it's just in a menu, when you mm-hmm. play minigame, which it's completely different, the first one. The second one, you do... Like, the first five stages, kind of like a tutorial. Okay. It shows you how to um, like evaluate. You get LPs for your items. You put them in a jukebox and you get items out of it. So for the younger listeners, LPs... Uh, giant CDs. That's the one. And for the even younger listeners, CDs are what we had before MP3s and streaming. You know, bef- round about the time of the dinosaurs. Yeah, um, that's the one. But you, you put them in the jukebox and it, the game shows you how to do that. And the, the Red Queen, who's in charge of the battle simulation, which is raid mode, Sort of talks you through how to do stuff, and there's a there's a little in game store, and then once you complete the first five stages, you get access to a toolbox, and the mm. toolbox you can combine items of the same level, so damage like plus one, you can combine two of them for plus two, and once you've done that, once you've gone through the tutorial and unlock the second stage, a little picture shows up, just mm-hmm. the right hand side of the doorway, you start the stages, and it's a poster from the main game. It's a poster of one of the one of the characters in the game, Natalia, sort of looking up, and there's a lot of words in Russian because assumingly mm-hmm. this is happening in an island where there's a lot of Russian stuff. And you click on that, and it just starts up your game. Okay. And that's how you get to. And in the game, you start off with a knife. So Barry's throwing knives. And um, sorry, if we're invaded, don't worry. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Barry starts throwing knives, and then you can pick up um, a firebomb. A recording studio is under attack, by the way. So you pick up the firebomb. Again, bomb. like it was last time. That's so it. So you, you, you got a firebomb, and you also get a, a Samurai Edge, his pistol in the main game, and he's got 15 rounds. And it's got 15 rounds, and... Um, it's, just, it's got 15 rounds, 15. and when you shoot it, the bullet goes the entire length of the screen, so you can take out multiple people. Ah! And your bonus is in the game. Like. Yeah. Okay. And your bonuses in the game just get little <coughs> bonuses for points. You can yeah. get a gold coin. Okay. You can get a, a bag that says BP on it, mm-hmm. and you get a little plush doll of Moira's daughter that's that's a rare um, thing and it's just one stage it took me ages to figure it out because the middle part was quite hard to get by and there's a boss at the end and once you complete round one mm-hmm. you start it all again but you get more points per kill and the enemies get harder and I think you can just keep doing the rounds as long as you can last I see. but the problem is your high score gets gets halved and whatever that score is you've got gold and uh, BP and it's a really quick way to get BP for the main story so in the main story the skill tree is supposed to take you ages to level it up. I leveled it up within about six games, and now I'm incredibly overpowered in the main game. Fantastic. Not a bad thing. It means I can complete hard mode easier. So what you said there, you said all of that, 
and I heard Red Queen. Oh, sorry. Um... No, but that's fine. But just before you explain, right, mm. I'm thinking Resident Evil the movie. You shouldn't have done that. That kind of that's the Red Queen. They're right? all going to die. Yeah, because um, remember the first Resident Evil movie is basically Alice in Wonderland but the zombies, right? Yeah, well, yeah, all right. But the first one is very, very much mm. Alice in Wonderland but with zombies. Yeah, um, unfortunately, the the idea of the Red Queen bled into um, Umbrella Chronicles on the Wii, mm. and I think it's just the name of it because mm. I, I don't really want to spoil the story for <coughs> Revelations Two. But there's a character in Revelations Two who is the voice of the Red Queen and the whole point of raid mode is a battle simulation. So you start off and you're sort of like um, just a 3D model with, you just you see lines, you just an outline. Like a wireframe. And you, you go over to a mannequin and you choose who, what your skin's going to be, so who you're going to play as, and you have different skills and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of the, the, the raid mode is it's a, it's a battle simulation. Yes. With, seems to be, untold amount of stages. Wait, isn't mm-hmm. there's a cap. And... Um, what you're doing is you're you're progressing through the stages and you're providing um, combat data for the Red Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole point um, of raid mode. But um, I mean, given that the switch screen is very small, you can play you know, the, the game's co-op, unlike the first one. You can play co-op on the same machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're doing the small switch screen, it's unfortunately it's a bit of a squint division, unless you put it in the dock and put it to a screen. Mm-hmm. But um, the weird thing about it is you can use the two Joy-Cons and like the, the controller port you got. Mm-hmm. You can buy uh, a separate Pro Pad, which by all, all accounts is cheaper than buying two new Joy-Cons because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Or you can have one of the Joy-Cons on one side, so you're playing... Because it has internal shoulder buttons. Yeah, so it's got shoulder buttons where it connects to the actual mm-hmm. pad thing. So you can play essentially a third-person action game with one thumbstick, and it's really awkward. I can imagine it would be. But fun! I can't imagine me playing the entire game like it, but it's it's quite a gimmicky thing. Maybe that could be a Waffling Tailors uh, challenge. So we've got the Waffling Tailors Fantasy Star Online challenge. Yeah. Maybe we should have a Waffling Tailors Resident Evil 2 Revelations on the Switch challenge. I could come up with something. Where we do like play this stage in raid mode as this character with this particular weapon at this particular level with one Joy-Con. Behind your back. I think, uh, nice. Upside down. See, now you're just being silly. Well, the upside down was silly. Was yeah, it? of course. Right. Behind your back, don't behind my back. Yeah. So, what else have you been playing? Then? Have you just been playing Re- Revelations? Pretty much. I mean, I did get Fair a few enough. other bits and bobs, but I had a chance to play them. Ah, uh, okay. Fair Although enough. I am getting very close to a, a lifelong dream of mine: Squidgy Fidget's lifelong dream. Squidgy Fidget's lifelong dream. I want to, and I'm talking like the wrestling move here, because I had a bit of a, a mis- misunderstanding with the person at work. They didn't think I meant the wrestling move. I want to spear a mascot. You want to spear a mascot, like, like Goldberg, like Rhino, that kind of... Yeah, but I'd, I'd, ideally I want to be in Disneyland when I do it. So, for those for those who don't know wrestling, right, a spear is kind of like a rugby tackle, but to the midsection, isn't and it? And so your shoulder... Front facing, yeah. Yeah, so your shoulder hits someone in, like, the sternum. Yeah, and you go down with them. Yeah, right. Unless you're Goldberg, where you just hit them straight with the head. So you want, you want, to, you want to go to Disneyland... And spear a mascot. Spear. Have you decided? Have you got a target? Or Anyone I see first, really. So it doesn't um, really matter. It could be Mickey I, Mouse. I, I, I mean, ideally, it's, it's Mickey Mouse with the, with the inclusion of Star Wars. I'd love to spear Jar Jar Binks, but who wouldn't? Um, but ideally, it'd be Buzz Lightyear. Now you see, right? You got Disneyland. All of these things are run by Disney. So you have got the Disney characters, mm-hmm. Star Wars characters, Marvel, Marvel characters. You could spear the Incredible Hulk. I'd bounce off him. And because it's Disneyland, he'd have to go down. I'd bounce off him, though. How, yeah, but how baller would you feel 
Right? They have to be Red Hulk. If we went to Disneyland, right? You speared the Hulk. He went down and played it out like a champ, right? Right? Who who played who gimmicked out like a champ, right? Then you get up and go, ah, I just speared the Hulk, and then we put that online, right? People will think that you're super duper strong. I am anyway. I just don't like showing it. One does not simply spear the Hulk without showing off afterwards. Without without um, or, yeah. or or dropping um, a foot. It wasn't a foot. We're under attack anyway. So. Yeah, so I'm getting very close to a lifelong dream, which is, when I was at work, someone thought I meant actually throw a spear at a mascot, so, you know, commit murder. Well, it's never a good thing. But what I did was, there's a, there's a game you can get on the, the, the X-Bone, well, Xbox One, I've got an X-Bone, it's called, uh, it's, it's Disneyland Experience or something, it's pretty new, yeah. and it's for, um, it's for people who, for whatever reason, can't get to Disneyland, mm-hmm. so you, you go into it, you create an avatar of yourself. And you go through the park doing different challenges, collectibles, meeting all the mascots and whatever. Okay. So I haven't actually booted up yet, but I'm hoping I can at least run at them. Mm. Then I'm like halfway there already. Okay. There's no violence, but the, the velocity will be there. That's cool. Um, just as a polite warning, because we got, forgot to say this at the top of the show, um, you might occasionally hear a, a, a light rustle. Not you, Russell. We're not talking about... Go on, go off. Back to the dungeon. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, because I prepped and he didn't. That's it. I've, I've got chocolates so, laid out in front of me. Yeah, so for the sake of the listeners, to provide them with some context, we have a big bag of chocolates. Unaffiliated chocolates. Unaffiliated chocolates. They're all individually wrapped. I was going to have one then. Uh, Squidgy, before we started, unwrapped about seven and laid them out on his lap. I've got three left now. Yeah, he's only got three left. I don't think you're going to last, to be perfectly honest. No, that's fine, but what we could do is take a break in the middle. If you needed to. And Hang on, right for a second ago. I think Cheeky's eating him. That must be it. Um, so, yes. So, you've not been playing any other games. So, you've played the Disney experience. No, I haven't. I've got it, but I haven't played, played it yet. So, the ability to hell myself towards mascots. Mm. Not actually hit them, but hell them towards it. It's halfway there. Okay. That's cool. So, aside from um, Resident Evil Revelations 2 on the Switch, and aside from the Disney experience... What are you looking forward to playing this next week? Uh, Parasite Eve. Ooh. Um, I want to play that because I, I played about half an hour's worth back in the day when I actually had a physical copy of it and it was a really good game but I got stuck. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because I was younger and I okay. couldn't see the, the solution to puzzles. I think I've got a better chance of doing it now. Um, I've played the second one, mm-hmm. damn near completed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do the first one, and I figured it would be a idea for a post, considering you know you, you did something about the movie, didn't you? Well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of forced your hand, really, haven't I, by saying, not just my hand, not just your hand, he says, um, but no, I forced your hand by saying, uh, hey, what, what, I'm going to write about the movie because Squidgy's going to write about the games. No, I wasn't going to mention that. Well, but um, yeah, if you, if you want it, does it feel better to get off your chest? Can I admit that? It does feel. Do you feel better. enlightened? Do you feel I lighter feel... now? Got so much weight in your toes. I feel sad. You feel sad. I feel sad. You feel sad what that you admitted it or? No, I just feel sad. You just feel sad. That's it. I just feel sad. Unaffiliated sadness. Unaffiliated. No, this is affiliated sadness. Affiliated, affiliated with you. Affiliated sadness. Just you. Just me. So it's no one else's. No one else's. No one else's sadness. No. Okay. So um, okay. So you're gonna play. Uh, you mentioned that. 
you couldn't get very far in it last time you played, but because you were really young. Can you give us some kind of idea of how long ago that was? Oh, let's see. Um, 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 let's see. Um, carry the seven. Maths isn't my strong suit. Um, multiply by the circumference of an egg. So I'm 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 a chocolate monster now. Carry the eighth. And back in the day, I was a, a trainee chocolate monster, and that yeah. was. I was about. I should have been playing it anyway because I was about twelve at the time. Okay, so you were a twelve-year-old playing an extremely violent video game. In fact, one of the most well, freaky violent... video games. It wasn't really that violent. Well, okay, it was but freaky. one of the most violent <coughs> introduction sequences to a video game I'd seen at that point. Oh yeah, I think that I, I, I can't be too certain because I haven't looked up completely about this, but Parasite Eve wasn't available in Europe because obviously we live in somewhere near Europe. Um, just just south of Hoth. Europland. Europland, yes. That's we, it. We live Europland, just south of Cake Tree. And it wasn't released in Europe for some it, reason? It, it was, but heavily censored. Yeah. The, the opening cinematic was heavily censored. Yeah. Um, if, if anyone hasn't played the game, um, I'll just give or, you... Or seen the movie. Or seen the movie. The, 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 the overview of um, the game, at least, is you play as a character called... I hope I pronounce this right. Aya Brea? In the first one is a New York police officer, detective I think, and she. It, the game starts off in an opera house, and the whole point of Parasite Eve is there's this, I'll, I'll say Eve, I don't quite know what she is, and her thing is she she can control, is it mitochondria? Isn't it? Something to do with mitochondria. She can actively control mitochondria, which is in people, and organic things. Let's just put it that way, because I'm, I'm not, my, my science is very... Um, very limited, and I'm surprised you didn't spit that juice out just then, because <laughs> um, that was a very, very generalisation thing. Mitochondria is in people. I think that's going to be the title for the episode. Yeah. Episode one or episode two. Mitochondria is in people. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. But yeah, the, and this 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 creature, this Eve, has the ability to manipulate mitochondria. So, the in the opera house, she is like sent the stage singing, and she starts singing. She begins to slightly transform. And then the curtains around the stage go up in flames. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, people in the balconies that are watching burst into flames and fall from the balconies and mm-hmm. random people are set on fire. And, mm-hmm. and Aya being a good police agent runs up to the stage with a gun, which he's got under a slinky dress, which came out of nowhere, to the initial thing of what's going on, what you're doing, stop that, blah, blah, blah. And then fights and shoe, you chase her through sewers, etc. But the whole point about Parasite Eve, the gameplay at least, the gameplay side of it is... If you can imagine Resident Evil mixed with Final Fantasy, oh, so it's like an action horror RPG. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's. Um, it's a Square Enix game, anyway, or a Square game. Mm. Yeah, it was and Square before they became yeah. Square Enix. And when you get into a, an encounter, it's not kind of like you, you dodge them and then run by and blow the rifle with a shotgun. It's you go into like a battle sequence, mm-hmm. and you can freely move and you can shoot, and eventually A gets the ability to use parasite energy, which is magic, mm. and. The reason why I say it's Resident Evil Square Enix is because it's got the, the the creepy story and the progression, but it's it's Resident Evil because it's fixed camera angles. Ah, uh, see that kind of it's, the good survival yeah, horror. And it's a, I think it's a similar control system. So you've got to like actively turn. It's not like left goes left. You've got to go forward and left and back and tank controls. Tank controls. Yeah. Oh, cool. Ace. Yeah, I I see it as um, it's like Square Resident Evil Square Enix. You see, a lot of people complain about tank controls, right? But if you're pay- if you're playing a over-the-shoulder third-person action game, you're playing it with tank controls. You just don't realise. If you're playing a a first-person shooter, 
you're playing it with tank controls and you just don't realise. The exception being that you can strafe. That's the difference. It's, it's, it's just your camera angle, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's fixed camera angle. Yeah, yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is when Resident Evil 5 came out, everybody was all up in arms because Chris couldn't walk and shoot at the same time because it used tank controls. It took till Resi 6 for them to introduce it, even though... Capcom will put it in Dino Crisis, God knows how many years before. Oh yeah, but the, so Dino Crisis is a fundamentally different game because you're supposed to be able to, you know, you're meant to be making your way through slowly and 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 defending yourself because you might need to run away from a raptor wasp. Because if they'd have done Resident Evil style tank controls in in Dino Crisis, it'd have been t- terrible, mm. terrible, incredibly difficult. Yeah, the game is difficult as it stands anyway. But that leads nicely into what I've been playing this week. The banjo. Spoons! Tell me you've been playing Spoons. You say the banjo, I might be getting a banjo after after primary gifting series. Series? Pri- after after primary gifting season. Primary gifting period. PGP. After primary gifting period. That's the Christmas. Uh, yeah, after Christmas. Um, after the holidays. Um, a, 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 an actual banjo or a ukulele? No, a banjo. An actual banjo? An actual banjo. I had a chat with him the other day. What, Mr. Banjo? Mr. Ba- Mr. It, banjo. He had a chat with Mr. Banjo of of the Devonshire banjos. Yeah, the banjo lineage. That's the that one that dates back all of, you know. Anyway, so the game I was playing this I've been playing a few games this week. Banjo Hero. Mubuzilla <laughs> <laughs> Hero. <laughs> no, now bear with me, right? Bear with me. If you had like a rock band, me, me, me and another friend had the idea of this. You could have like a a a. a, a, a a country version of rock band, right? Someone's got a banjo, right? You've got spoons. You can play the spoons to the drums. You can have a washboard, right? A violin for a fiddle, yeah, and do stuff. You can have, like, um, country and western hero. Or at that point, you just form a band. I mean, you've got a band there. You Where's the to, skill? You don't need to play video games with it. You just form a band. Where's the skill? Uh, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> banjo hero. But what... We should submit that. <laughs> That's the one, right? And like, <laughs> the first song you could play is Julian Banjos. That could be that could be the first song. Anyway, right? So the game. But if you're playing by yourself, you play both parts. So you're dueling with yourself. That's the one. But you have self dueling. But that sounds wrong. But you have to have two controllers. To be, you got a dandle and a dandle. Yeah, that kind of. Um, anyway, like like so, a double decker banjo. Like a double decker banjo. <laughs> Banjos for tears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway just a moment this episode of the waffling tellers podcast is brought to you by them oh oh now then um so the 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 game no the games i've been playing this week so i finished off elite forces hey yeah um blog elite force elite force not elite forces elite force star trek Voyager elite force Finished that off. Uh, that was fun. It's been years since I played that. Um, and then with, with the bad Afro graphics and that's the GM way. It's like boom, like a donut, half that's, donut. That's, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I finished that off. Uh, we never had the ex- I never had the expansion pack. I have the expansion pack now. The expansion pack, right, gives you the ability to walk around the ship. Like you start off in Monroe's your character's quarters. And you just walk about the ship and talk to people, which is pretty cool. No. Yeah, you got a tricorder and you got to scan people and that and just walk around. Why not? Billy bin, Billy bin. He's human. He's dead. That's a wall panel. Still dead. That's it. Yeah. Right? Um so I finished that. Can you like get food out the replicator? 
No, but you get like you have, you have to find a bunch. You have to you know, there's a mission. There, oh right, right. There's a quotes mission unquote, and that is explore the ship, scavenge, find all the things. You know, scan all the things. It's like Pokemon, but with Star Trek, and a tricorder. Okay. See, so, if that was me, I'd go to a food replicator, push the button, say banjo. See how good it is. <laughs> a, a banjo made out of spam with cheese for strings. <laughs> Banjos for days. Yeah. Now, um. So I finished. Um, <laughs> so I finished the Elite Force. Hey. Um, and then. How long does the expansion pack last then? Oh, you can, you can, I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, you could be playing that for years. It there's there's it still one poor sod somewhere still playing it, trying to complete it. I mean, it doesn't tell you where to go. It just says, mm, go explore, explore. Go have yeah. a look. So, I mean, I didn't finish that. I had a good look around. I then played a little bit. Um, Trespasser. Jurassic Park Trespasser. Oh, the uh, the health system on a boob. Yes, um, the only thing I remember about. So that. I've hinted about the I've hinted um, at this in oh gosh, unable to comply. Hinting it's, in process. It's in the Rygar post. I hinted at it. Um, so I talked about Rygar, which is Ace. I brought it up last time, and you should definitely play it because it is pretty cool. Um, well, I might stick it on me. Um, I ain't got it, but I can stick it on my retro thing, can You could stick it on the I, I, yeah. retro could, freak correction. The retro freak, right. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you could load the ROMs on, okay? Mm. There you go. Um, but yes, I uh, brought up it. Right, I brought up the, uh, the, health, the health system in Trespasser in the post on Rygar. You, you um, had a screenshot, is, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 hang on, it wasn't the post, it wasn't the Rygar one. What am I talking about? It was the Resident Evil 7 one. Uh, the reason I brought it up, right, is because. In Resident Evil 7, you can look down and see parts of your body. No, your hands staple back on. You mean your, your, yeah, your, your watch? Yeah, you, you, can, you can look right around and see, see the characters <laughs> and see the shadow and all that kind of stuff. The magic which, is, which is ace. Because if I'm playing a first-person shooter, it sounds really stupid, but it breaks immersion for, immersion for me. If I look down and I don't see parts of, parts of the character's body, I'm, I'm just a camera floating in space. I remember the first game I actually saw that. There was two PC games I had back in the day. Where it actually gave me the ability to look at my feet. One mm-hmm. of them was a game called Chroma, and it had the guy who voiced um, Duke Nukem as your main character. Oh, okay. And the other one was a game. It's a, it's a bit. I don't know if it's well known. John St. John, isn't it? Some guy that voiced Duke Nukem. Yeah. Starbird. Um, waiting for Christmas. Die. What are you waiting for? Christmas. We are now. Um, yeah. But the other one was called Giant Citizen Kabuto. Giant Citizen's Kabuto. And I can never get past the second stage. Where you could play, once you've done that, you could play as other people. Mm. But if you look down, you could see your feet. Yeah. So I'd look down, look at my feet, run forward and go off the side and die. See, you Just because can... I was staring at my feet. Yeah. Hey, look at my feet! See, the problem... Die happy because I can see my feet in the game. Yeah. Like, I can see from a developer's point of view, right, that's that's an object you have to animate and and deal with all the time. Because it'll have to be on screen on the off chance you look down. It doesn't, no, it doesn't have to be on, on screen because you do a thing called clipping. So you you um, you move stuff. So it's, it's it's difficult to explain. You move stuff about in the world space, mm. and you have those interacting with each other. You just don't show the interaction. You don't provide the animation for it. So, so when you look, it shows it. Yeah, what you do then is you literally <laughs> almost look at the way that a camera works. Yeah. Right. You only see what is pointed. So the only thing that gets drawn is what you're pointing at. But it would still have to be animating. But the reason that they did it in Trespasser was because your health system 
um, was shown as a tattoo of a heart on your character's left boob. Left? Was it left? Left hand side. Oh, right. Yeah. I seem to um, remember it being on the right, although I've probably seen an uh, image that was mirrored. Well, I mean, I was playing it yes, the day before yesterday. You know more about it than me, then. Yeah. I, I saw you playing it once. I played a demo where you had to get off a... A it big was platform, A yeah. big platform, and there was no way you could get off it, so I just dived off yeah. every time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's good. But it's, it's, it's like the backstory to Jurassic Park, isn't it? A little bit more detail in the, in the mm. blog post I'm planning, mm. um, whether that gets written or not. But, but Trespasser... The, <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I said plug. Oh, right, plug, OK. So Trespasser is... It's set between Jurassic Park and The Lost World. Yeah. Um, and actually, there's an Easter egg in in Trespasser where you can find the the audio recording of the girl being eaten at the beginning of The Lost World. You know, in the, do you remember at the Lost at the beginning of The Lost World? There's a family on a beach on holiday. The little girl walks away and she gets distracted by the compies. Yeah. She walks around the corner and gets eaten. Um, there's a recording of her being eaten yeah, like that, an audio recording yeah, that, that originates from um, if you ever read the, like I have the book of the original Jurassic Park which mm-hmm. is awesome read it it's fantastic mm-hmm. yeah Michael Crichton yeah is that how you pronounce his name I mm-hmm. thought he was Crichton no Crichton oh. um, you've got like the ma- you've got a lot of like backstory and bits beforehand and um, a family go on holiday mm-hmm. and they go to like a secluded beach and a little girl sees a lizard and follows it and the lizard ends up running up her arm and biting her a lot. Yeah. So obviously she doesn't get eaten alive, but she gets bit a lot and then she's rushed to hospital. Yeah. Um, they they sort of took that from the first book and ex- expanded it and put it in the second. Well, movie. it was it was Crichton who wrote the first movie. Decided not to include it for yeah. whatever reason. But yeah, you can hear that in the game. Um, it's really you know how first person shooters on PCs are mm. mouse controls usually with W W S A D for moving about forwards well, backwards left right back in the day it was up down left right wasn't it? On the well right yeah side. okay but after that transitioning period mm. it's W S A D isn't it mm. forward backward left right W S A D well with Trespasser it's W X A D I'll just give That's everyone a big gap I'll give everyone a moment who's listening to visualise that because that is, that is a massive gap so W is run forward S is creep forward a and D are um, strafe left and right, and X is moved backwards. That is not comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Just just try that. If, if you've Whoa. got a keyboard laying about, try it. If you've not got a keyboard laying about, move your finger about in 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 the air to try and figure it's 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 not easy. And then Z is crouch. Can, can you rebind these? So you need about twelve fingers to play this game. Can you rebind it? You can rebind them, but I, mm. when I'm playing, you know, I try. I tend to like, oh well, you you've decided on this control scheme because you've you know you as the game designer have felt that it fits best. So yeah. I'll try it. I feel like uh, yeah, you need about twelve fingers to play this game, um, or a third hand. Yeah, interestingly, hand right. So the way it works is so you've been you've you've crash landed on this island and you've got to figure out where you are, what's going on, and how to get off the island. You see a big sign at one point when you're walking around and it says InGen, you know the company, and then the character goes, oh no, it's InGen. Ah, but you get like snippets of uh, Richard Attenborough as uh, Hammond. Yeah. Explaining certain things. Oh, I'm 
John Hammond, and I. I uh, that is, is, that. Is, is it like bits from the actual movie, or did they no, get no, no, no? I, I think, I think I th- either it was him or uh, an impersonator, but it's it's new dialogue that explains like stuff before the first film, yeah. and then stuff before the game after the first film, yeah. and and yeah. So you got to figure out how to get off the island, basically, and after you've done that, you then start meeting the dinosaurs. So you first meet a brachiosaur, not a brontosaurus, a brachiosaur, because a brontosaurus doesn't. Doesn't have the big sticky upy neck. I think. I think that was one of the controversies in the first film. They called them brontosaurs, but they're not. I don't know. I'm not a paleontologist. But there you go. Um, but you meet a bunch of them, and they're like, you know, oh, we're munch, 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 tree, 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 munch, munch. You get past them, and you run into your first raptor. And quite literally, run into your first raptor. You spear it. Well, I mean, yes. But not knock it down. You just run into it. Well, no, but like it appears and starts munching you, so you've got to defend yourself. And at that point, unless you've kept your weapons from the training area, which is a really explicit, tra- you know, like in like if you dropped a disc for Call of Duty or God of War, not God of War, Gears of War or something like that, a brand new first person shooter like Wolfenstein, you drop that. In, the first level, all first levels are designed to teach you how to play the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'll occasionally get, like, something will appear on screen and stop the game and say, to shoot, press the shoot button, or something stupid like that. You don't like get that. Holding. Yeah, you don't get that in Trespasser. You just get, like, an area just to walk around in, and it shows little hints on screen, push this button to jump, or, you know, but it doesn't pause the game. It just, like, oh, here's an area where you could walk around and not die. Figure out how to move, sort of thing. And so figure you, out how to interact. if you went interact. in that and you just thought, I'm just going to jump into it and not pick anything up, you'd be absolutely screwed. Yeah, if you skip that bit, you haven't got any weapons. Ah. So you've got to kill this raptor with no weapons. You can pick up rocks. But Crash interestingly... for days. Yeah, well, you can't attack without a weapon. You can attack with anything. If you pick it up, you're going to attack with it. It's a really cool mechanic. But the oh. way it works, right, so it's uh, mouse-driven for mm. looking around and for attacking with. The left mouse button, she sticks a hand out. Right. And at that point, you're controlling the hand. And you move the hand around and you can like push on stuff and pull stuff. It's really kind of cool. But to grab stuff, like to pick up a weapon or to pick up a rock, you then got to mouse until move the mouse around until the hand is like right on top of the the object. Move as close to it as possible and in some cases crouch down or jump up to it. Then click the right, right mouse button. So you're holding down both mouse buttons. You take your finger off the right mouse button and it will come up. And you'll be holding it, wielding it in some way. And then you can use a space bar to attack with it. So you've got... W, X, A, D to move around, and S if you keep forgetting you're walking towards your enemy, Q to jump, and space to attack. So yeah, you need... On, on top of mouse clicking. So you, need, you top, need that yeah. third hand. You need 12 fingers to play this game. Yeah, you need that third hand. Which is why I never finished it when it first came out. We, we need to try that again, but, you know, co-op, so you have my <laughs> extra hand. Space bar, space bar! Yeah, two get. Two players, one controller for trespassing. and see if we can actually do it. Pretty much. I mean, once you've got hold of something, you can let go of both the mouse buttons. You don't have to hold any mouse buttons. I'm guessing if you click left again, they'll drop it. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't do any attack with it. The you, attack you is You still got to like, aim and hit the space button. Yeah, bar. the space button. So you've got to move around somehow. If you're listening <coughs> in, try and visualise that. W, X, A, D, forward, backwards, left, right, and space. So obviously, if, if you're not... Like and listening Q to jump. If you're not listening in front of a PC, just if if you got your phone, just go into text thing and bring the, the keyboard yeah. at the bottom, and just imagine that being a big keyboard and how you'd struggle. Yeah, it's mental. It's it's some high level yeah. stuff, that, isn't it? But then serious also, dexterity needed. Also, on top of that, so yes, you can look down. Yes, you can see her boobies. You need to, hey. kind of, yeah, but you need to look down every now and again to see how your health's doing. Yeah, right. But on top of all of that, right? So you've got the weapon in front of you, and it is held. 
in the centre of your view. You start massing around, mouse up and down, left and right, and the, uh, the gun around. Will, Sorry, <laughs> around, and the gun will move around. But if you need to pitch or yaw the gun, oh, no. so that's that's so if you hold your hand out in front of you, right? Because this is easy to explain if you do it whilst whilst you're listening. Hold your hand out in front of you, pointing with your fingers pointing away from you, yeah. right? So it forms so it's perpendicular to the floor, right? Turn your wrists left and right and point in different directions, right? That's the mouse. That's left and right with the mouse. You can then rotate it. So you're rotating your um, your wrist along the, uh, let me figure this out, Z-axis. So that's Z-axis, the line yeah. going out of your hand or from your hand into your chest. You can rotate it by holding the control button, which stops you moving. <laughs> And moving the mouse. And then you can, with the shift, you can... Is it that? No, it's not. Hang on. I'm trying to remember which... So that's the control. And then with, if you if you hold on shift and, t- and move the mouse around, it rotates it... Yeah, it rotates it as if you're turning your... your if you, As if you're pointing... Instead of pointing in front of you, you're pointing to your left or to your right, if that makes sense. So you're rotating about the wrist joint. So that's the... Hang on, let's see. The Y-axis. So the way I'm doing that, I'm doing the... For any graphics programmers out there, I'm using the right-hand rule here. And that's... You make this kind of shape. Yeah, the, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So you point a, a, the index finger in front of your middle finger to your left and your thumb upwards, mm. right? You hold down control and move the mouse around. Grab your index finger and turn your wrist. That's the control one. Hold the shift button. Grab your thumb and rotate your wrist that way. That's how, And you can't move when you do that. Because you've run out of fingers. Is well, obviously, yeah. Is this because um, I, I know like Unix and Linux stuff have been around a while, and, and so it's like Macintosh, Apple Mac kind of thing. Um, or Apple. Is this a, like a Windows specific game? Yeah, this is Windows only. And what what version of Windows was this out for? Windows. No, let's see. Ninety-eight. Uh, Ninety-eight. Yeah, Windows ninety-eight. How can you do so without enabling sticky keys? Yeah. So on top of that. Um, Windows has this wonderful thing called sticky keys. If you've ever not it's horrid, yeah. If, <laughs> so back in the day, obviously a Wednesday. Yes. What I used to do when I used to put discs into my computer, maybe I wanted to copy some files off of it, or maybe I didn't want to start doing whatever the default action for dropping a disc into the machine was. If you hold down Shift, then close the drive, what would happen is Windows would go, okay, I shan't do whatever the default action is. And I'll just stop. I won't, I won't bother trying to do... If there's an auto-run script, which is a script that's read by the disk... There's, sorry, that's on the disk, read by the operating system. If there's an auto-run script, it will run that. If you hold down Shift, it won't run it. Problem is, in Windows 98 Second Edition and onwards, if you hold down Shift for longer than three seconds, you get sticky keys, which is a function that's meant to stop. So if your key actually legitimately got stuck down, like there's some gunk inside it, or the latch didn't let go underneath the key, then... Sticky keys would step in and go, whoa, hang on, John, your key's stuck down. I'm, I'm going to stop listening to it. So fix your key and then push your key, which is fine. So you're in the middle of this game. You need to rotate your gun to shoot the thing. Oh, and it disables the hand rotation. So what happens is you drop out of the game, you get the modal pop-up and say, hey, you know, sticky keys has happened. Obviously, okay. at that point, you swear profusely. Exactly. Because you're back trying to the aim game. at a raptor that's jumping at you. Back into the game, you've completely forgotten what's going on. Alt and tab back into the game. There's a raptor in your face. You know what I mean? It's it, it, yeah. Face raptors. There's not. There's, I was going to say there's nothing worse, but there is. Face raptor. Um, yeah. Sticky keys would also fire if you held more than three keys at once. Yeah. Which, if you're trying to move around and jump and shoot and rotate, you're going to time. Put it this way: people who play games nowadays where you can rotate, pitch, your jump, crouch. And scratch your asshole at the same time. Count yourself very lucky, <laughs> because back in the day, 
it was a button for everything. And if you if you want an even more horrendous control system, play the original System Shock. To be fair, though, right? Oh, it was a System Shock too. The both was horrendous, anyway. Had to re- rejig everything. To be fair, in the nineties, sticky keys was a real problem. It's not so much now. Are, are you talking the mode or actually spilling stuff on your keyboard? Both. Because yeah, you... there was nothing worse than that. Ac- you just accidentally spill it. And you go, no, and you try and... Yeah, it's yeah. just horrendous. So, I mean, lower quality keyboards, they, they, yeah, the hooks would actually was... stick. Mm. The plastic wouldn't fit properly, so yeah. And, you know, I've not heard as many people talk about, whoops, I've spilt something on my laptop or on my computer as often now as they did then. So, yeah, well, well, it was a real concern. Mm. Well, I mean, nowadays, if you spill something on your laptop, I mean, how powerful laptops can be now, it's... You've got that quick turn it off, let it dry, or you'll, you'll blow it. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that, trying to get far enough into right, we're, it. We're, we're going to play that, right? I'm going to so be your extra hand, The I'm other thing do I, stuff. The other thing I was going to mention on that, right, so you've also, so you're holding on to the gun, or the stick, or yeah. the rock, or something. It's a real, it sounds really silly the way I'm about to say it, but it's a real entity, it has its own physics. So the gun is sticking out in front of you as if a real gun would. Yeah. Right? You walk into a wall, or you walk around a corner too tight around a corner so if you're turning right around a corner but you're hugging the wall the gun can get stuck on the wall <laughs> like on the previous so you've just gone around the corner so imagine yeah it, so grab something stick it in front of your hand walk up to a corner right leave your hand against the wall and walk around the, the corner and leave your hand there that's what happens in the game Ah. But there's loads of puzzles where you have to like jump onto stuff or jump around stuff. So you've got to judge the distance. And, and what happens with that is your character will just let go of the weapon. <sighs> <laughs> so you're trying to climb this wall, or you're trying to jump onto this platform, or you're trying to run around this corner, and you've judged, you've judged it badly and gone too tight around the corner. Character drops a weapon, you don't really realise because you're focusing on what's happening in the distance. Because in this game you have to watch Everything, everything, like, the placement of the enemies is completely procedural. If you're walking around and you haven't been attacked yet in five minutes, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get attacked. But they're going to be from in different areas. You're you're telling me a first-person shooter game exclusively for Windows in the 90s had procedurally generated enemies? Procedurally positioned enemies, yeah. Quite good for back then. Oh, yeah. Just reading about how this game was produced is mental. Mm. They sunk loads of money into it. It made hardly any back, but they sunk loads of money into it. It was, it was I'm guessing back then it was more like a proof of concept. Well, the problem was that they used they used a, a, a graphics engine and a, 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 they used an engine because it took them that long to make. It they came out after the Lost World. Ah, so yeah. it wasn't really relevant. Well, not that, not just that, but like it took them that long to make that the technology they used was old. Yeah. And like, if you look at the game now, it, it could, you models, could easily mistake it as a mobile game, couldn't you? It's them, them sort of graphics. Well, I think that's being unfair to mobile games, if I'm honest, because you could play games built with the Unreal Engine on an iPad. But I no, I get what you mean. You but like, yeah. yeah, I mean, the graphics don't look brilliant. But when you think about what it's doing on nineties, late nineties, early two thousands hardware, it's amazing. Yeah. And then you install the ATX mod. And what does the ATX mod? Which is what how I'm playing it. ATX mod adds more procedurally generated enemies, more vicious procedurally generated enemies, and in some cases, procedurally generated herbivores that attack you. So you get attacked by a triceratops, which is an interesting proposition. And you can control the level of gore. 
So like when you die, right? You get you so a raptor jumps out. Nom 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 nom. Oh no, I'm dead. What happens is your character falls to the floor. Your character is effectively dead, but you can still look around and you see the animation of the raptor tearing you to pieces. Cool. So like it runs round to where like your arm is. Nom 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 nom. Runs round to the other bit to where your chest is. Nom 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 nom. And you could just sit and watch that for as long as you want, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, kind of sounds like this ATX mod turns it into bit um, morbid like but it's yeah, pretty it, cool it, it, it gives it sort of like um, arc survival evolved elements pretty much so um, it makes it more vicious any any enemy can attack you they're, they're, they'll, they'll come out of nowhere you've, I mean on arc you've got to be aware of everything because I've, I've played it you know you are describing Trespasser that's what yeah. you're describing yeah. but you see in the same way that there wouldn't be Resident Evil without Night of the Living Dead there wouldn't yes. be arc survival evolved without Trespasser yeah, so, well, I mean, there won't be any sort of zombie anything without Night of the Living Dead, really. Do, do you yeah. see the, the, the connection I'm getting at? So, so you, you the... need to have a starting point and then it evolves from there. Yeah. That's it, right? That's yeah. it. So yeah. it, it kind of sounds like um, trespassers, the three main things you've got to look out for are vicious animals, yes. physics, yes. and sticky keys. Yes. Those are the three things you've got to be concerned of. Because frustration it. will ensue, and then you've got to turn it off and have a Pringle sandwich the... to calm down. Unaffiliated Maybe Pringle sandwiches. Unaffiliated Pringle sandwiches. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. That's one of the games I've been playing uh, recently. That you just also, gone for about thirty minutes about. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I also installed The Sims. Oh, Sims! The only game that really frustrates me because I can never keep it the same. The original, original Sims. Oh. Not, not The Sims Herbs. Not The Sims Two. Not The Sims Three. The Sims. Nice. The Sims. It does have all the expansion packs, but The Sims. Do you ever see death on it? Yes. Yeah, you ever be that evil guy that puts him in a square till death turns up? That's it. So for people who haven't played The Sims, which is I congratulations. Don't know. Yes, congratulations, um, you've managed to get this far in life. No, um, so yeah, so for people without who playing a game Sims, where you control someone else's life. So for the people who haven't played The Sims, you don't play as characters. You play as like an omnipresent, almost like a god character. I see it's like an overseer type thing. God's a bit too powerful. Because yeah. you, you only got control over them and building stuff. You don't control anything. Over no, that's true, yeah. So, okay, so you control their house. Yeah, their house, their finances, and what they do. So if you want them to faint, stop them from sleeping. Um, yeah, you can you can make them pee themselves if you just keep them doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got sort of like semi-sentience, so they'll do whatever they want. Or whatever they think they want, but you can cancel it and tell them to do something else. What Sim City is to being the mayor of a town, the Sims is a people. Yeah. Right? So it's made by the same people, it's made by the same group. It's, it was originally Maxis, who were bought by EA. Yeah. So the idea is you have a family, you create a family at the beginning of the game. Or one maybe person. you create one person, maybe you create two people, maybe you create 11 people, it's up to you. And you can say all of these people live in this house together. You build the house for them, you decorate the house for them. Building and decorating the house can take hours before you've even started. Yeah. So you could be sat there for hours building this house, and you can proper because, like, if you if you don't, I've, I've seen some people build some awesome houses. If you don't put the cheats in, you get a thousand dollars or something stupid like that, which is almost nothing. You get ten thousand dollars, and you can either buy a pre-built, very small house, mm-hmm. or you can you can be given a plot of land and build one from no, scratch. Right, yeah. And the only way to get money on that game is to go out and work. Yeah. So your character, so your <laughs> Sims, they are called Sims. They move Simish. in. Yeah, Language. they speak Simish. Um, they move in, and the first thing they do is walk around the house and go, <laughs> and tell you whether they like how you've laid out the house. Because the whole point of Sims is your character. They've got this um, like a green gem. It starts off as a green gem above the head. That's always there. Mm-hmm. And it goes from green to to yellow to red. 
and that's their sort of mood. Yeah, yeah. And you control their mood via the things that they need. So they've got food, cleanliness, hygiene. Um, yeah, so the, cleanliness and hygiene are the same thing. Well, you've, food, you've got hygiene. food, hygiene, bladder. Bla- yeah. Um, enjoyment, sleep. There's, there's other six or eight things. Jeff and Biff. We'll just say yes, that. yes. So Biff's like, the most important. They're, they're like eight parts of the character's psyche. Mm. And you can control them, or their, or their, 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 their feelings, or whatever. Yeah. You control them by supplying them with things in their house. They go out and work, or they go out and socialize, or they spend their evenings reading books or working out, or whatever. And you provide for them food, or it's Maslow's pyramid, the game. So you've got all of the things that that they need to be able to reach self-actualization. It's a really, good, it's actually a really good primer on psychology. And and occasionally, what will happen is. Um, if your character gets depressed, they'll start making like a crying noise and a little speech bubble will appear above their head and tell you what they want. They want someone to come round. So then you've got to tell them, go use the phone and call Jeff who lives next door and he'll come over and then they spend the evening chatting. Or occasionally you'll have like someone break in so the alarm will be going off and you'll have yeah. a burglar stealing your stuff. Yeah, so when, when your sim goes to sleep at night, time speeds up. You Same see as things when happen. As well. yeah. yeah, you see things happen and maybe, and like you say, if someone breaks into the house... Then they'll steal everything. Your sim gets up in the morning, and all their stuff's gone. Or when they go out to work, they'll leave the house, and then the game will shift into like three or four times speed to get through the rest of the day. And again, if someone comes round, or someone breaks in, or someone drops off a package, that happens in full speed. And then your character gets home, and they sort of like get on with their day. And it's you're providing an experience for them. You're providing the Maslow's triangle. It's the triangle of needs. Yeah, and you're providing the the triangle of needs. It's really, really good, it, and it it's is, really stupid. It's it's stupid. It's funny. You can do certain things on it to make everything funny. I mean, I never took that game seriously oh, yeah. because the game is it's basically a simulation game. You're yeah, simulating yeah. someone's life. Yeah. But um, th- we're talking the original Sims before, like Sims Two, where if you were if you were a social person, you didn't do the social thing. Excuse you'd have me. the social bunny turn up. That was which, in the first one. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, was that one of the expansion packs? No, it was in the first one. Oh. So, like, so if you don't look after your character's um, needs, certain things happen. So, like, your character can legitimately go insane by not being social. And what happens is an insanity bunny shows up who looks very much like the character out of Donnie Darko. And but he's pink. Yeah. It's and like a guy char- in a pink rabbit yeah. costume. So it? your character starts having these hallucinations, and you see the hallucinations, and they stop going to work, and they stop eating, and then eventually they die. Yeah. Um, but in The Sims, when they die, they don't actually like keel over and, and turn green or anything. Uh, you know what happens is um, death shows up. Yeah, right? death. You know the, the 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 fellow about the reaping. He shows up. Yeah. And he, uh, they start dying. <laughs> takes them by the hand, and then they disappear. And then and it says game start a new game. Yeah, yeah game. But over. we're talking the original Sims. So you had that. You had like so. It was called the Social Bunny, mm-hmm. and you had like the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. And but this was like it was very for what it was it was awesome but compared to what you can do in Sims now it's very basic. Mm-hmm. So you can't like um, go about a prefabricated town, meet people, go shopping, or you can't like get like when I bought Sims Three, I had the the weird and wacky jobs expansion, so I became like a vampire hunter, or a ghost hunter, or mm-hmm. a private eye, or whatever. So mm-hmm. you didn't have all that. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, I I love doing things like um, what I do is I have a family of people. Mm-hmm. And I give them the bare minimum. So what I do is I put the cooker, the shower, the toilet, and the bed in one room. And what would happen is someone would cook, so someone couldn't use the toilet. And then if they tried to sleep, mm-hmm. no one could shower because they got embarrassed. 
Yes. And eventually, what would happen is someone would collapse. That's it. You know, and he was doing stuff like that, or you'd um, you put a wall around him. Mm-hmm. Or in Sims Two, especially if you if you didn't do the social thing and you had the social bunny, you could pick a fight with the social bunny. And, and what happened is, if you beat the social bunny in the second game, if you reach certain milestones in the game, it take pictures. And I I don't have it now, but I had a picture of my sim with his foot on the chest of the social bunny, giving it yeah, and he said beat up the social bunny, do all sorts That's in cool. it. But you see, without the Sims, you wouldn't obviously have Sims Two, Sims Three, and all of the other different. Like there was a PlayStation Two Sims game that was herbs. That was yeah, the herbs, which is pretty similar. And then there was um, it's been was it's, it? it's been it? a lot of platforms. It's been on the GBA of all things as well. The, yeah, the, yeah, it has it's been re-released for a lot of stuff. But there was there was one caused a lot of controversy. Do you remember? It was so. In the original Sims and was, Sims 2 and Sims 3... Was it a dating could, one? Yes. So what you could do is, when your character used the shower, or when they used the bathroom, or when they had a friend over... Yeah, special, for, for woohoo times. Yes, it would actually... You would get this woohoo sound, right? What would happen is, the characters would be blurred out using like a... a pixelized, yeah, pixelised... Like a pixelization, whilst they did whatever they were doing. So if they were getting in the shower, pixelised, they were there... And no, that was out. you doing that. The game, yeah, didn't of do course. It. Yeah, I mean, the, the game didn't do it. I would do it along. Yeah, they would step out the shower, then they spin around and get dressed again, like if I they, do. Yeah, or if they were using the toilet, it would blur it out so you didn't see it. So obviously, people went. I wonder if I could turn the blurring off. So people spent literally seconds trying to figure out how to turn the blurring off, figured it out, and then did realise there's n- nothing special happens. It's just the skin that represents the clothes is replaced with the skin that represents the character's skin. Yeah, they do the thing. And then the skin is put back on. So this made a bunch of people go, why don't we make a game that fulfills that need? So there was a game called Singles, or The Singles. I'm going to look it up. And you literally... Sure it like the Seven Sins one? This was the first one that came out after The Sims. This is not the first game that has this, but the first game that came out after The Sims. And it was like Singles, or Singles Night, or something like that. And you literally, you, you would control... It was like Le- Leisure Suit Larry... But Sims. Meets The Sims, mm. right? So you, you control... Leisure Suit Sims. That Leisure Suit Sims. Sim Suit Larry. Sim Suit Larry. <laughs> hashtag Sim Suit Larry. That's it. Send us a hashtag with Sim Suit Larry and you might win. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you controlled your character and then you had to seduce another character and then your bonus was you saw them having sex. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it caused a lot of controversy. Almost as much controversy as that game that didn't come out for the Wii. You know, with the... Oh, the one made by Ubisoft. Yeah, the Ubisoft game that was Where just you, for grown-ups. You had to spank people. Yeah, and you kiss had to do, Yeah, yeah. I swear do. I'll get the name of that. I can't remember. Any. That's not the. I mean, back in the day, that was a big thing. I mean, there's been worse since then. Like oh, Playboy yeah. Mansion was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was terrible. I mean, it was a terrible yeah. game anyway. But what it yeah. did was, yeah, that was yeah. horrendous as well. But I mean, there was that. Mm. So I, I mean, I spent countless hours just trying to do creative, evil things to my Sims, just you know, because it was mm-hmm. funny. Um, other people took it seriously. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, because you, 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 you're basically sat at a PC playing a game where you're controlling someone's life when you could be you know, doing stuff with your own life. I mean, you can say that about any game. You can say that about reading a book. You can say that about watching a TV show. You can say that about watching a movie. You could say that about listening to a podcast, but by listening to this podcast, you are making your life better. Okay. Certifiably. I'm a computer scientist, or at least I studied computer science. That makes me a scientist, a bachelor in sciences. Therefore, I can astutely say that this podcast will make your life better. Well, it's not just that. I mean, you've got a lab coat and pipe, haven't you? I have got a lab coat. I've got a lab coat and, and a pipe, what you would smoke with, a smoking pipe. And I've got blue, I've got green fairy goggles as well, so that's that's my claim to be an authority in something. In green fairy goggles, obviously. That's it, you have the, the, the authority of green fairy goggles. Mm. What am I looking forward to playing this week? 
I guess The Sims, because I installed it, I didn't get to play it. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna, I'll, that, that'll be fun. I'll, oh, yeah, I'm not playing these on Windows, by the way. I don't have a Windows machine, so I'm having to use Wine. It's a backronym, which means it's an acronym, and the, the meaning for the acronym was invented after the acronym was used. So a backwards compatible acronym. Why, yeah, Wine stands for Wine is not an emulator. No, it's a way of life. Well, you ask a lot of people, and wine is a way of life. Um, but I'm using that to play these games, because I don't run Windows, which is cool. But yeah, so getting some of them running is a bit fun. So when I'm talking about these games that are PC games that I'm not running on a Windows PC, I'm not going to talk about graphics and stuff like that, because there's no point. Yeah, we, we don't really mention oh, graphics no, but that, too much. Yeah, yeah, but yes, we're going we're gonna to see if we can get um, Chief on a, a, Yeah, a Chief Problems, we're going to try and get him back. Um, yes. Basically, at some point yeah. he, we, he works on days when we're free you see and sometimes it lines up sometimes it doesn't yeah sometimes the stars align the heavens open and you know I don't cough but you know we, we, we before we started the podcast we went outside he wasn't walking by there was there was no one out there with the promise of a, a, a hot squidgy fidget who was interested and I so. said hey why don't we make a podcast chief problems appeared out of nowhere and said can I please be on your podcast and squidgy said yes essentially that's what happened last time. Not this time, he just wasn't there. That's it. I, I stepped outside, I said, shall we make a podcast? And no one turned didn't up. Didn't show up. I mean, a cat turned up, but cats can't, can't talk, can they? Yeah, that's true. Plus but he owes me money, I guess. One of the other things we're going to be doing for the, for the episode, for the next episode when we have Chief, and maybe if we can get um, another special guest star on. Possibly. Um, if I'll, he's I'll free. Have, I'll have to try and track right. him down, because he, he lives on, you know, is I have bought crackers. the Rick and Morty... Anatomy Park board game hey. and we're going to play that but record it as we play we can do I don't know how that we'll maybe have to play a few games first and then figure out whether we think it's too visual or not and if it is too visual what we can do is we can set up a camera that points down at the board we sit around it and play it and that way nobody's on screen because I know you know a few people don't want to be on screen but that's Cheap not a problem don't want to be on screen. it's not a problem with me but that's fine and if we do end up doing that, we might go into details. I mean, it's like waffling games or board games. Still a game, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Even, even the ball and the bats, still a game, technically. Yeah. But we, we might mention, like, board games we played when we were younger, mainly Monopoly and a few other things. We or one do. that I've got coming next year, which I'm quite happy about. We are... We're not, not going to mention it now, We but, are doing an episode entirely on that game. Oh, yeah. But I, I'll, I'll just tease it now. What, but what we need to do, right, is we'll need to play a few rounds of the game Oh yeah, meet me. Go and, um, away, collecting our, collect our thoughts. You and Ike can can discuss it. Maybe we're really you, prepping for it. We I ain't got it for a year. Yet, you, but. me, and Ike can sit around and talk <laughs> about it. Play a few rounds. Get special guest on if we can get him on. Definitely get Chief Problem on. All five of us talking about the game, playing the game. Maybe see if we can record a game. Um, again, with the camera pointing down at the board, so we can all see. So anyone who's watching can see. Um, I don't mind a camera pointing at me if. if and again, you know, we're, we're not going to mention it until maybe next time because I'll just leave it hanging there. Although it's put a big smile on my face just mentioning it. I wonder if we can give a tag, a single sound, a single phrase, a single line, a single something. I I can give a teaser. I can give quite an easy no, teaser. I, yes, that's what we should do. I can we give a teaser. We'll end do. on the teaser, right? Oh, hang on, three, two, one, and then go to the oh, three, two, and then go one. When you say, th- I'll go straight after you say three. So, uh, well, one, I'm counting. Two, You're counting up. We're going three. Oh, right? oh. Hang on, it's, it's the lethal weapon all over again, right? After I'll, you say right, three. First of all, am I counting up? You're counting up. Th- so, one, one two, two, three. Once you say three, I'll do it. 
So you're going to go on three. Just after three. So you're going to go after three. Just just after. Not so, after, just after. So that I know not to say it. Like, so if I go one, two, three, and you don't do it, and then I go, what, you said you were going to... Uh, you know, so I'll go the minute after you say it. So I'll go one, two, three, and then you point at me, and I'll say nothing. Okay. Yeah? One, two, three. Sorry about that, babe. Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by G.H. See the show notes for more details.